Okay, Nordicom, welcome to this week's Research Roundup. We're super excited to be here to talk about some exciting stuff, including a synopsis of our research symposium and the upcoming research track. Uh, we have Dominic with us today, which hopefully becomes a little more regular. Um, so welcome, Dominic. Hello. So this last week on Friday, we had the first annual Nordicom Research Symposium. We sure did. We had a total of 48 research presentations. Wow. It was an exciting event. Uh, we had every student participating. We had keynote speakers, podium presentations, poster sessions. The whole shebang. Um, the whole shebang. It was very, very exciting. Dominic, will you give us just a rundown on what you saw? Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot happening. You know, it first started with uh, four presentations. Uh, they were about 15 minutes apiece. You know, some students presenting. You know, they were very upfront, honest, and you know, great presentations all around from them. And then we went into the poster presentation with, you know, walking around. It was very fascinating learning about, you know, what they've been researching, what they've been doing. And uh, Dr. Jorgensen was after that. Yes, Dr. Yeah. Jorgensen. And, you know, he presented some very interesting things. I was very intrigued with what he was talking about, the dopamine. I don't know. And like I said, I don't know much about all this, but just from, you know, an outsider perspective, you know, I was encapsulated with what he was saying and then uh, ended with, uh, you know, the reward ceremony. And with that, it, you know, wrapped up really nice. I think I had a great time, you know, there was some food and some stuff. And so, yeah. Awesome. You know, we, with such a broad array of students, we had some that had just a whole bunch of research experience going into the event and some that were pretty new to research. Mm -hmm. What did you notice about that poster session and how that helped students move along? Yeah. So I've noticed, uh, cause like you said, there was a whole bunch of posters. They were all over the walls everywhere. Just imagine even this wall in this room, just Phil, but you know, times four with that, right? There was, you said, how many posters were there? 43. Yeah, 43. I didn't get a chance to look at all of them. I was taking pictures, doing stuff like that. But what I noticed with a lot of students, some of them had great presentation skills. Some of them were kind of shy and a little bashful with it, which isn't a bad thing, but I think that kind of hurt, you know, their, you know, like my intrigue or my interest from an outsider coming in, just looking at it, everything. The people that were very, you know, wanted to talk about what they wanted to talk about. And it's not that the bashful people didn't want to talk about it, but they didn't know how to, I guess is a good way of putting it. They didn't know how to talk about it, but some of them, you know, I stood there for a minute, just listening to them, just, you know, rattle on, rattle on and not in a bad way, rattle on, just rattle on about their findings and how, you know, excited they were about learning all this new stuff and researching and how it's going to affect everything. And it was, you know, it was, you know, really fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And boy, that's a, what a what a great opportunity that is. Um, everyone who gets used to doing research, mm -hmm. that's how it starts. And in fact, that's how we sharpen the axe is we get up in front of people and have a chance to field questions and yeah, um, and have to have to present in that way. So what a what a great opportunity. Um, Dr. Kriak, would you would you tell us a little bit about some of the podium presentations and what you noted? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so again, I'd kind of like to echo some of the comments from uh, Dominic. I mean, overall, I mean, the the podium presentations were fantastic. And you know what, uh, Dr. Bills, you made a comment about uh, Dr. Uh, Jorgensen's dry humor. You know, I actually found I was laughing um, because because I got his jokes. Um, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I got his jokes and I enjoyed his dry humor. Um, so uh, he was an absolutely wonderful speaker. Um, you know, uh, as as Dominic mentioned, there was four absolutely fantastic presentations. Um, you know, the first one was uh, put together by um, uh, Caleb Harop, um, and it mm -hmm. was this um, sulfur. He did a great job. 
Oh, he did. He did. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, he was talking about sulfurane pretreatment improves alveolar macrophage killing of intracellular Burkholderia, uh, thalidesis E264 after alcohol exposure in vitro. Um, and the sad and, and, and the thing was, is that on some of these, as I went through, I mean, like I was like, wow, you know, I'm happy that they made their presentations and their um, uh, and their titles succinct and to the point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they were absolutely <laughs> because that is what is needed. You know, I mean, like, you know, um, um, us research geeks, we get it. This is what is needed. OK, uh, after that, there was another fantastic presentation put together by um, Arzu, Nicole, Jude, Tanner. Caitlin and um, uh, Roshani. Yeah, that was like seven of them, wasn't it? That was seven uh, of them. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and they did a great job of you know going back and forth between one another. I mean, it was it was you could tell that they put a lot of effort um, into the presentation um, by practicing the handoffs um, because there wasn't any fumbling around. I mean, it was a very professional presentation, um, and they talked about the peripheral mechanoreceptor activation modulates. Um, uh, mesolimbic GABA and dopamine neurons and ameliorates uh, withdrawal symptoms in ethanol dependent rats. Remember you know, and excellent. <laughs> it, was, it, it was excellent as well. And we also talked about the, um, you, you know, um, what an alcohol um, a drunk rat kind of looks like, uh, which I found absolutely uh, funny and amazing. Okay, all right, so the third presentation was put together by another group of students, um, which was uh, just as exciting. Um, we, we had Aaron, Caleb, Jacob, Matthew, Neil, Taylor, and Zoe, um, and it was the um, fibulo, fibulo, fibulo-talocalcaneal. <laughs> the fibulo Callie, yes, well, only complex. two presented on that one, wasn't it? Yes. Wasn't only two people presented on that? Uh, yeah, I think two did present. Yeah, so the, the fibulotalocalcaneal complex. Yes, well, okay, so that goes again. I am the pharmacist um, uh, on board, you know, so, you know, I can, I, can I can pronounce those wonderful long drug names, but uh, this one stumped me a little bit. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Now, when you want to talk about succinct, I think after the um, first three presentations. Um, the last presentation was one word. I don't think you can get any more succinct than that. I mean, it was just pandemonium. Uh, and and um, Spencer Boster did an absolutely fantastic job on that. And then, of course, we cannot forget about uh, Dr. Jorgensen, who, you know, uh, he just spent a, you know, it was just an overall fantastic presentation from start to finish. Absolutely. Yeah, the podium presentations were just uh, out of the park. They did such an amazing job. And then, boy, we as our first keynote speaker, invited speaker, we had Dr. Jorgensen. Dr. Jorgensen, he's an assistant professor over at Brigham Young University um, in the Department of Cellular Biology and Physiology and then in the Neuroscience Center. Um, and he presented some just absolutely wonderful research. He was one of the pioneers that really helped us understand the interaction between cholinergic interneurons, for those of you interested in the circuitry of the mesolimbic system, but how those cholinergic interneurons actually produce the release of dopamine, but they do it without making dopamine neurons actually fire and have action potentials. So that's what that means. That's what that means. So normally you have to have a neuron fire, and then as the neuron fires, it will release its neurotransmitters. But the cell bodies of those neurons, they live in a whole different part of the brain.
Yeah. And they send big, long projections down to this other region called the nucleus accumbens. And so these series of interneurons that live around the, the endings of these dopamine neurons, as they fire, they'll produce the release of dopamine. And that's and, what he was presenting. And that's what he was presenting. Um, he and some colleagues were, the, were some of the first to pioneer our understanding that you can modulate dopamine release just by firing these cholinergic interneurons. Well, he was also talking about, as far as I remember, and excuse my you know non-science terms and everything, but he was talking about like, you go to a vending machine to get a Coke out of it or something like that, and you get the dopamine fix from the Coke, but after a while, you actually get the dopamine from just going to the vending machine. And then whenever you don't actually get the Coke out, you still get that dopamine hit, yeah, right? absolutely right. In fact, um, that that's one of the kind of the misconceptions about dopamine generally. I think traditionally, many have spoken of dopamine as this neurotransmitter that makes you feel good. It's kind of the the pleasure that we get. Right. But in reality, that's not actually how dopamine works. Dopamine is much more involved in learning mm-hmm. and reinforcement of behaviors. And so, like you mentioned, initially, you might get the the dopamine hit when you walk up to get the Coke out of the vending machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then eventually, just seeing the vending machine gives you that dopamine. Right. Hit. It's the it's the cue. It's the reinforcer rather than the actual reward that's coming from from dopamine. Well, he saw. Then he said with his he shows with the graph that like you get that initial hit, but if you don't get that coke, it comes back down after that. Right. That's right. In fact, it it drops below baseline, and so if you kind of go into coke withdrawal, so to speak, <laughs> um, just from the fact that you didn't get the reward that you were anticipating. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. So yeah, so Dr. Dr. Jorgensen did just an absolutely wonderful job describing not only dopamine and and some of the pioneering work that they've done over at Brigham Young University, uh, but also some of the future directions of how they're trying to go with neuroimmune interactions. And so that was just absolutely wonderful. And then we we had just a massive hour-long poster session. Uh, Dr. Kriak, do you want to make some comments on that poster session? Absolutely. But the first thing I'd like to do is give two nice shout outs to number one, to Mr. Dominic, who was with us today, because I was with him as he was going around with the, you know, um, uh, with the camera, getting pictures, and I was able to enjoy it. Absolutely fantastic. But also got to say an amazing thank you to Miss Annalene. I mean, she was just fabulous. um, And you know, getting everything together. Um, I even spoke to her a little earlier this morning and she said, you know, um, the next day she went home, I think she slept till uh, late in the afternoon. Um, you know, cause she can't really say, put a lot. Can't say enough about uh, Annalene Powell and, and Dominic and just the amazing work they did. So yeah, thank you. absolutely fantastic. But now, now to the posters, wh- all I can say is, is wow. I mean, you know, um, you know, for, for being first year medical students, I mean, I've been to, um, you know, professional poster presentations out at, you know, um, out at many different conferences. And these posters could easily have rivaled um, those at which I've seen out there. I mean, you know, I mean, a big round of applause for each and every one of the students who put those together. You know, I mean, it was across the board. I mean, we, we had them from biomedical science. We had them, you know, from clinical, you know, and some of these were really in-depth. So, I mean, I was overall absolutely impressed with the students. Well, um, what makes them different? Let me ask you that, because I'm curious what makes them different from like a medical conference or makes them even on par with them? You know, what, what makes what makes them not stand out, but, you know, you know, makes them equal in a way? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the way that the presentations were designed, the level and depth that that was put in, the way that they were able to outline the study 
And mm -hmm. so, I mean, like when you go to some of the medical conferences and you've got your poster presentations, you've got, you know, your MDs, your PhD, your postdocs, you know, they are there putting together these presentations. And, you know, there is the way that you write the material and the way that it's presented on the actual, you, you know, like, like the abstract type and the, you know, um, the way that the material is presented and graphs and everything. I mean, it was that level. I mean, it wasn't, you know, again, it wasn't like, um, you, you know, for instance, you could easily tell, for instance, some of your like your high school um, uh, presentations where, you know, things are, you know, spaced out and, you know, whatever. These were not that. I mean, these were no. right on par with what I would expect to see at a medical conference. So hats That's off awesome. to them. Absolutely. And boy, let's just take a second and, and maybe just acknowledge some of the winners. Um, this was a judged event as well. And so all of our podium presenters, they were selected specifically and voted on by the research committee. So a group of faculty that, that examined every one of these abstracts and those four podium presentations uh, were selected as, as four of the outstanding research projects. Um, and so each of them actually received a $50 gift card uh, for for actually achieving a podium presentation. So shout out to them. And then through the poster session, we had a first, second, and third placed winners. And we had a group of over 10 faculty members um, that went around to each one of these posters and, and was able to, to judge them in a variety of categories. And so our third place winner from this poster session uh, went to a poster called Antioxidative, Immunomodulatory, and Inflammatory Responses of osteopathic manual manipulation. Say it 10 times fast. Yeah, right, 10 times <laughs> fast on that one again. Um, conciseness in titles is, is not the strength of this particular symposium. Um, and the presenters there were, were Matthew, Muchaba, Maya, Kieran, Trevor, Justin, Kira, Omar, John, and Hannah. Um, so shout out, congratulations to those winners. Um, all of our poster presentation winners received a $25 gift card. Our second place poster went to uh, violinin A prevents colon cancer cell growth by regulating apoptotic signaling pathways. Um, and that was that was presented by Maya and Muchaba. And then our first place poster went to uh, violinin A prevent violinin A prevents hyperglycemia induced arachidonic acid metabolism in vascular endothelial cells by Kira and Justin. So shout out to all of our podium, or excuse me, shout out to all of our poster presentation winners and our podium presenters. What a what an amazing job. Um, so couldn't be more pleased with the effort of the students, everyone that organized the event. Thank you to everyone. Um, it was just a wonderful event. We're very much looking forward to, to this becoming um, just a, an annual event, um, and we can continue to, to be wowed by all of the great work of the students and faculty. Um, our next phase here, coming up pretty quick, just a couple of weeks, we're ready to start our first research track. What is that? Well, it's just funny you should ask. We'd love <laughs> to talk about that. Dr. Kriak, would, would you mind telling us a little bit about this research track? Absolutely. Absolutely. So first and foremost, you know, again, I'm all about giving thanks today, right? So again, I want to, you know, give, give, give thanks to, you know, to uh, Dr. Bills and to Annalyn and Dave, you know, and, and a lot of folks who have really worked to put together uh, the research track. We have had so much progress over this past week. I mean, and, you know, the, um, the, uh, outpouring of support from the faculty who are going to be involved in this research track. It's going to be an absolutely fabulous event. I mean, we've got things lined up. You know, the curriculum has come together very nicely, you know, um, and, you know, but, 
before I jump into anything else, I've got to say, look, we've got 14 students that are going to be there right now. There's still time. Okay. I'm starting to sound like one of those guys act now, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, on one of those infomercials. Okay. Buy two, get two free. That's right. That's right. You know what? If, if you join now, you will get um, uh, several weeks of research. So don't hesitate. Please reach out to myself, Dr. Bill Zandlane. We, <laughs> we are absolutely all there. You know, I think we're having just a little bit too much fun with these pod podcasts. Um, I know I am. Um, but so anyway, so the research track is going to be starting up here in just a couple of weeks. Um, and as I mentioned, we've got 14 students. Um, there's going to be there's going to be um, a combination of didactic and, of course, then just general hands on um, research. We're not going to make this for anybody that may be worried about, oh, I'm going to have to sit through lectures or, oh, I'm going to have to do that. No, there's going to actually be hands on experience from faculty from all across the board um, in the biomedical side, um, on the clinical side um, and you know what, um, for the, and even when you're extra lucky, Dr. Bills, I believe is going to jump right in and do a little bit for us. So, you know, um, I was kind of a little bit broad on my overall description, but um, you know, Dr. Bills, do you have anything extra that you'd like to add regarding the research track? Well, I, we're, I, we're just really excited about this research track. Um, it, it's designed hopefully so that if students really jump in, uh, there's gonna be a few great outcomes. They're, they're gonna learn an actual research skill some type of deliverable where where it's going to make them a little more competitive as they try to go into their into their residency match. Uh, we're hopeful that a good number of the students will get some publications out of this. It's designed to be about forty hours a week mm. of of real mentored research. Wow. Um, and you know I don't know if this will continue, but certainly this time there's no tuition for it, so they get to enroll um, in an intense, amazing, um, mentored research experience. No tuition. Wow. It's kind of an exciting but thing. So Dr. Bills, did you say no tuition? That's the, you read my mind right there. Like, wow. Did you really say no tuition? <laughs> That's right. Wow. There's no tuition, Dr. Kriak. Can you believe it? Wow. But wait, there's more. <laughs> wait, wait, there's more. 40 hours a week of mentored research experience leading to publications. Man, this is an amazing deal. Deal of a lifetime. Boy. No, we, we couldn't be more excited about that. And so there's still time for those that, that are interested. Uh, we're going to have another information session uh, allowing students to ask some questions. If there's anyone out there that's still on the fence, please reach out to me or Dr. Kriak. We'd be happy to sit down and talk about uh, kind of the merits, whether this would be a good program for you. There's options to do it via distance, um, kind of a combination of, of here, boots on the ground versus some of the distance researching that can take place. So a lot of ways to make it work. Um, we're just really excited. A lot of great things happening in research. Um, and so we just want to say thanks again to everybody for all they're doing. Uh, thanks to Dr. Kriak and Dominic for uh, a great podcast today. And have a fantastic week, everybody. Keep researching. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone.